Blog Talk Radio. them jokers getting fired, you know. Now, for Don, for, I keep calling him Don King, for Don Lemon and uh, Tucker Carlson to get fired at the same time, you think that was some kind of coincidence or something? Or how'd that play out like that? Because they sure talk about it like it was a coincidence or... I don't know. I mean, they're different networks, right? <clears throat> yeah, but it just seemed like it kind of rolled together. Having the same day, you know. I think it was a coincidence. But you're going to talk more about Don Lemon later, but I do think it was a coincidence. Only because it's two separate networks, so I can't see how they would have gotten together and decided let's just can them both. Him and no, I didn't say they got together, but it just seems coincidental that they both got fired like that. Yeah, I think Maybe so. it's what the end of the season for them. Maybe it's the end of the season for them. And, uh, you know, networks is about dollars and cents. So they figure they kick them out now. I mean, I'm kind of in the middle. Could have been a coincidence, but, you know, it's time to get uh, rid of that element. They probably already had something in store where they wanted to start fresh with anyway. Maybe why not get rid of them now? Let's go. 
Why wait, you know? Well, I think they can Tucker over that lawsuit. You know, his name was one of the names that was thrown in it a lot, that whole Dominion voting lawsuit. And for Fox to have to pay out, how much was it, $785 million, something like that? I, I think, I know Fox has the money, but I think they decided since some of this was on Tucker, some of it, you know, they made him a scapegoat and said, hey, we can save all that money we're paying him. Yeah, it's and a year. Some of the yeah, loss I, yeah. for the lawsuit, so. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's what happened. You said bottom line is dollars and cents. Yeah. Yeah, that was just another reason for them to get rid of. I mean, you know, who knows? Fox may decide to go in a different direction, you know. Just hearing rumors about that as well. Well, he he was a wuss anyway, so I don't think they really lost much. But there were people who liked watching them. Yeah. It didn't make any sense to me. I didn't understand what the heck he was talking about. I don't even think he knew himself. <laughs> he just rattling on. But, you know, the Proud Boys and the rest of them, they probably knew what he was talking about. We didn't. I think some of his viewers, they enjoy watching his show, for one, because like you said, he says a lot of nonsensical things. And I mm-hmm. think people were entertained by that. You know, it's like the way people listen to Marjorie Taylor Greene. You know that woman is crazy. But they listen to her and they read everything she says just to see what else crazy did she say or do. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Maybe point, it's just yeah. entertainment value. Sure not because he was a great newscaster. Yeah, but Murdoch was the one. He even said himself that when all that lying was going on, he could have stopped it, but he didn't. True. So now he's paying for it, you know. And I don't care what nobody say. $700 million, that's a lot of damn money. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're super rich. You take $700 million out of your arsenal, see what happens to all that richness you got. Mm-hmm. $700 million? Oh, my God. Yeah, that's a chunk of change. So. All right. Anyway. Well, Good riddance to Tucker Carlson, and I hope that Don Lemon lands someplace good for him. Yeah, I think he should get a podcast and talk about CNN like a dog. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the rundown. <laughs> oh, boy. What you got for us tonight, Kev? All right. You guys are funny. Um... Uh, in focus, new gun laws passed in Colorado. Although, also, I'm sorry, who's running for president in 2024? And we're going to continue to talk about Don Lemon fired from CNN. Our cocktail of the week, I got a good one tonight, was Papa and Papa Didi. Also, our weird news, well, of course, we have to lighten it up. A German court ruled that naked landlord doesn't justify lower rent. Okay. Also, drunken cow elk embarrasses drunk source, and a 2,500 hopeful sheep crossed Idaho highway. 
Okay. I'm just saying with red wine, first the mermaid, now fair passage. Living for the city with Papa Diddy, my Hollywood wrap-up, the sister list, and the last word. Sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail, and we'll be back with info. So I was looking over the cocktails that we archived, and we've had so many really great drinks over the past year and a half. We've had our original signature drink called the Pajama Party and the Game Changer, and of course we have the last word. I like the Revolution. It was Hennessy, lemon and lime juice, agave juice, and bitters with jalapeno slices. Ooh-wee! I like that Crown Royal Flush with the Crown Royal Peach Stop and Cranberry Juice. Oh, yeah. And one of my favorites huh, was the, uh, wait a minute, what's it called? The Dutch Mule. Yeah, the Dutch Mule with the kettle orange vodka, lime juice, and ginger beer. There are so many to choose from on the apajamaparty.com website. So check out the Cocktail of the Week archives get the recipes. And you can find out how to make the cocktail of the week and sip along with us. Are there instructions there too? Sure they are. Along with pictures of the drink so you know exactly what it's supposed to look like. So what's that y'all got in your glass? This is a boomerang. Uh, well, I got a kinky read over here. And I got the ABA. Get the recipes at www.apajamaparty.com and click on Cocktail of the Week. Cheers. Hi, welcome back to the John Party. One of your Papa D named me with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. All right. Uh, I'm going to jump in first and go to In Focus. Uh, I got the story about Colorado governor signs four gun control bills after massacre. And this is coming out of Denver. Colorado's governor has signed four gun control bills today following the lead of other states that are struggling to deal with the nationwide surge of violent crime and mass shootings despite a recent U.S. Supreme Court ruling that expanded Second Amendment rights. Now, how much sense does that make? All of the gun violence and the Supreme Court is expanding Second Amendment rights. So before the ink was even dry on Governor Jared Polis' signature, the gun rights groups started suing. They already started filing lawsuits to reverse two of the measures, One is that they want to raise the buying age for any gun from 18 to 21. That was one measure that they are suing against. And the other one was establishing a three-day waiting period between the purchase and receipt of a gun. Like, what's the problem with waiting three days before you just bought and received a gun? But they're pissed about that. They're like, no, no, we don't want to have to wait. And no, we don't think that the age to buy a gun should be uh, 21. It should stay at 18. They want to, I'm like, really? You want 18-year-olds to be able to buy guns and not have a three-day waiting period between purchases so you can just go out and just buy gun after gun after gun? So the courts are already weighing the lawsuits over restrictions in other states. Uh, There's new laws where Democrats have pushed um, 
even though there's been like late night filibusters and stuff from Republicans pushing back against them, but what they're trying to do, what the Democrats were trying to accomplish was to bring down the number of uh, rising suicides and youth violence and prevent mass shootings. And they were trying to open the avenues for gun violence victims to be able to sue the gun manufacturers, all these firearm industry companies, et cetera, when there's a mass shooting or something to that degree. So just five months ago, after the mass shooting at an LGBTQ club in Colorado Springs is when these things were enacted. Uh, Supportive lawmakers and citizens alike uh, had tears in their eyes, and they were applauding as the governor signed each bill. Now, as you know, Colorado has a history of notorious mass shootings going all the way back to Columbine. Remember that one? The Columbine High School Massacre. We can't even call that one a mass shooting. That was a massacre, and that was in 1999. It doesn't seem like it was that long ago. 1999. Columbine. Yeah, Columbine. I say Columbine. Columbine. I always mispronounce that school, but I'm I'm sorry, Columbine. Yeah, that was 1999. So the other other shooting they had in Colorado too. uh, that guy with the green hair to shop that movie in Aurora. Oh, yeah, that's right. I wonder how much time did he get for that. I don't remember I'm now. sure he got life. He should have. So there was a third measure that was passed by the legislature to strengthen the state's red flag law and a fourth uh, bill that was supposed to roll back some of the legal protections for the firearm industry, exposing them to lawsuits from victims of gun violence. Um, So we'll see what happens. You know, the Democrats are still trying to push to accomplish what they're trying to do to bring down the situation with the gun violence and the mass shootings. And I agree with them that if the the manufacturers of these uh, AR, what's the number, 15? 15. AR-15s. Uh, if you want to make them that easily accessible and people get a hold of them and kill groups of people, why shouldn't they have some kind of responsibility? They're the ones that made them. I get it that they're not the ones that pulled the trigger, but people couldn't pull the trigger if you weren't cranking them out like like M&Ms. So that's all I got on that one. Comments? I tell you, I don't know. Eighteen? Yeah, that's way too young. In eighteen? You can just go in the store and buy a gun at eighteen years old. Mm-hmm. Damn. And if they get rid of the three-day waiting period, you can go right back tomorrow and buy another one, and another one, and go somewhere else, and next day buy another. One. Mm. Ridiculous. Eighteen? I just can't get over that. That's such yeah. an immature age. Yeah. That age, you don't know what the hell is going on. Some just... people are still in high school at the age of 18. Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand that you can be, what, drafted or go to the military at the age of 18, but there's yeah. still a lot of what you just said, Papa Didi. There's still a lot of, I was going to say stupidity. I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say mm-hmm. immaturity at that mm-hmm. age as well. 
Mm-hmm. The unknown, yeah. That's just too young. But, you know, there are people on the other side of the coin that will say, well, if you're old enough to vote, you should be old enough to buy a weapon. And I'm like, okay, and that makes no sense at all. <laughs> None. Weapon, weapon is like a car. It's like a machine. It's the, I mean, you know, if you don't know what you're doing at 18, you really, your mind is like, you don't know if you I'm gonna go. If you want to go to college, you want to do this, you want to do that. You just undecisive. So mm-hmm. think about buying a gun. You can be real indecisive. You know you want that gun, but what you gonna do with it once you get it? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And at that age, how how quick tempered are young people? Not to yeah. say older people aren't, but young people I think are quicker at the temper. Because they haven't lived long enough to be able to reason things out. You know, you just react. Somebody look at you crazy. They're ready to like feel like, oh, you looking at me crazy? I'm going to get my gun. I'll shoot you. Hmm. You looked at my girl. You looked at my man. I'm going to mm-hmm. shoot you. This is crazy. They have all these other influences as far as these video games and social media and everything that tells them what to do. And if your mind is not developed and mature enough to know right from wrong, you're going to nine times out of ten going to do the wrong thing. You know, True. when you're that age and you have a gun, that's, that's, that's just ammunition. That's just dangerous, really dangerous. Yeah. They're turning these young people into weapons. That's what I see. Yeah. There you go. They're becoming a human weapon. But you know what? I mean, you raise a, a valid point, uh, Red Wine, about the draft. You can be drafted at 18. Maybe that's too young as well. You know, because they're going over there to, to their training, and then they put them in a position to carry a gun. So, you know, is there a big difference? Yeah. Um, one is in warfare, another one is, you know, uh, yeah, that's true. So. But at least I can say for the military, if when they take you into the military, they are what you just said, the key word, they train you. When you go off yeah. into a gun store and buy a gun, unless you sign up for classes, there's no training involved. You give them your money, and they give you your gun. Right. And that's, you know, that's at least in the military, they train you. Yeah. You learn yeah. all kinds of whatever it is. I've never been in the military, but I know it's a strict regimen of training. Mm-hmm. So by the time you come out of there, at least you would know how to properly handle a gun. Right. That's true. Yeah. You had a good point. All right. We'll keep it mm-hmm. moving. Keep it moving. Oh, boy. It's too much. <laughs> it is. It is. Colorado, right, they get it. Um, okay. Um, who is running for the presidency of 2024? Oh, boy. We got a list of, of rumored uh, and confirmed people that are running. Well, we know Joe Biden. He is the oldest candidate. He is 80, a Democrat. It is truly confirmed. 
Unfortunately, 45, I can't even say his name. He's still old. He's 76. He's confirmed. Um, Nikki Haley, and that child girl, uh, didn't she used to work for um, 45 at one point? Yeah, she did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a Republican as well. She's confirmed. She's only 51. Interesting. Um, this is a new name here, Robert F. Kennedy, Jr., He's 69. He's a Democrat. He's confirmed to run. Um, he is the son of Robert Kennedy, right? Uh, yeah, Robert he Kennedy. He used to be uh, attorney general. What did he used to be? His father. Yep, you got it. You got okay. it. Okay. Um, I've never heard of this name. Asa Hutchinson. He's 72, Republican. He's confirmed. Uh, have you guys heard of him, his name? Not offhand, no. Okay. Um, oh, he's a former governor of Arkansas. Became the fourth Republican to announce the 2024 uh, president. Who was that? Served two terms. Um, Asa Hutchinson. He served two terms as governor, 2015 and now, 2023. He's a former con- congressman, and he was also one of the House um, impeachment men, the, uh, President Bill Clinton. That must have been okay. before Huckabee. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. With that name, it sounds like they got a lot of money. Um, hmm, this is an interesting name. Vivek, this is a uh, male. Ramazwami? Never heard of him. He is a Republican. He's 37. He's confined. Let's talk about him. I'll come back to him. Also, um, Marion um, Williamson, she's 70. He looks good to be 70. She's a Democrat. She's confirmed. Um, Larry yeah, Elder, she's she's 71. Enough. If that's the one that I'm thinking, she's crazy. She's the one that was talking <laughs> about seeing aliens and all kind of crazy talk the last time. She ran oh. before. Oh, okay. But she must have gotten knocked off quickly then. Or she oh, yeah. quick. Nobody voting for her. She's so why crazy. why they run against Biden? I would think it would just be a lot of Republican know. candidates. Why would they? I told um, you she's crazy. She oh she let me see Williamson is an author and spiritual advisor who saw the Democratic yeah. nomination in 2020 uh, mm-hmm. failed to gain traction among the crowded field of candidates. So she dropped off early. <laughs> Um, also, um, John, yeah, John Bolton, he's 74, is Republican. He was expected to run. Ron DeSantis, that's the outlaw. He seemed like he's the youngest candidate. He's 44. He's expected to run. Uh, Mike Pence, um, he's 63, Republican. He's expected to run. This is former boss. <laughs> um, this one I haven't heard in a while. He's likely to run. Chris Christie. Uh, he's 60, uh, Republican. Fat boy. Uh, yeah, fat boy. Now, I didn't want to say it. Also, <laughs> uh, Tim Scott, he's 57, Republican. He's likely to run. And Chris Sununu, I'm not familiar with him. He's a uh, Republican. He's likely to run. I can't believe John Bolton is in this thing. I'm like, really? 
that, um, that old guy with was, the thick white mustache. Come on now. Trump, Trump, Trump oh. shut him down. Yeah, he needs oh, to really okay. just go sit down somewhere. Uh, this Chris Sununu, he's the governor of New Hampshire. Uh, really? Is that, yeah. that a Republican? Uh, yes. Okay. That's not held back in criticizing Trump and providing a preview of his pitch to voters. Okay. This is on Facebook Nation recent. 2021, Sununu decided to forego a run for the Senate to challenge first-term Democrat Maggie Hassan. A little, a little something, something, but New Hampshire, okay, that was New Hampshire. Some white guy trying to do something. It is. Tim Scott, uh, doesn't surprise me. I remember he was talking about that. Uh, yeah, Tim Scott is another one that can go sit down. He's a black guy. Right. Yeah. yeah. He's like the only yeah. black Republican yeah. senator, isn't he? Of, uh, yeah, South he's Carolina. from South Carolina. Uh-huh. Yeah. Have a seat, Tim. Have a seat. Yeah, stay in the line. DeSantis, boy. Woo, boy. That's, that's, that's going to be interesting. I still think he's a shadow runner. He, he's he's, he's going to knock off early. And I've never heard of this, this uh, Vivek Ramp. I can't even pronounce his last name. Um, he's from India or something. Oh, I don't even know who that one is. Yeah, I'm, I'm not familiar with him as well. Um, let's see. The former biotech executive considered a long shot for the Republican nomination. Oh, really? He's 37 yeah. with a net, net worth of $600 million. I guess this money going to get him in. Ramsey has declared himself an anti-woke capitalist and decried corporate investment based on environmental, social, and governance principles. Whatever the hell that means. Okay. A lot going on, buddy. Okay. No, as soon as they start talking anything with the word woke, I'm like mute. Uh huh. Yeah. Just got mute. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have a clue what the hell it means. So no. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we'll keep our eyes open and see how many stay stay in the race and who drops out first. <laughs> Crazy yeah, lady will I mean, be out next. Oh, who? Uh, Nikki. No, the the one that calls herself a spiritual advisor. Oh, Mar- uh, that's her okay. name, Marion. What's her name? Uh, Williams. Right, Williamson. If you ever hear her talk, you'll see she's crazy. Okay. She be talking all this, talking about planetary <laughs> this and that and aliens and all kind of right, stuff. I'm like, lady, <laughs> what are you talking about? How the planets align and everything, probably. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, if that's what you think, that's cool. But you're not going to get up here and say you're running for president talking crazy. <laughs> that just isn't going to fly. But, all I, right. I would want her to be a president, period. I talking crazy no, like that. Mm. But, all right. Well, now we know. We know who to watch out for. All right, Papa Didi. What's your in focus tonight? What you got? I'm up. Yes, you're up. What you got? Well, I'll go back to Don Lemon because I'm just so shocked because he did he did the uh, 
New Year's Eve thing, and, you know, he was all up in, then they moved him off his shift. He was a nighttime guy. Then they moved him up to prime time, and they sabotaged him by putting two white women around him, which is a sabotage move within itself. Because anything you say that you think is casual ain't going to roll off people's tongue. No gas. Oh, 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 oh. And it's a gas heard around the world, you know, because sometimes you just can't get too comfortable, you know. You can't give. He gave a lot of himself, family and everything up in New Year's Eve. Eve, Remember his mother and everybody. And Mm -hmm. he gave too much of himself. And a lot of people, I noticed that today, and we'll talk about that a little later, where a lot of people don't give up none of themselves. They want to know everything about you. And everything you got going on, but don't don't give up none of it itself. And that's just you know I just don't I, I call people like that narcs. I always ask you questions about what you got going on, but they don't want to volunteer shit. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody asks you, "What's your Facebook page?" and don't give you theirs. You know, so like, what the hell is that about? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, what's your Facebook page, by the way? And you give, giving, giving, giving. And you walk away later and say, damn, you know what? I gave a person my Facebook page. They didn't even give me theirs. Shouldn't you? Shouldn't re, should, if you're asking somebody for something, shouldn't you ask back? You know, so what I'm saying is that, you know, Don Lemon gave a lot. He was always talking, you know, but you'd be surprised some of these producers nowadays, their racial issues, they just get, they get bored when people start talking about blackness. It's not inspiring like a black person would hear it, but when some people that are, are they have an overtone of, uh, you know, racial concerns, they, they hear stuff totally different. You know, he could be trying to be clever, and they think he's being cocky. You know, because when it comes to a black man, white folks always think uh, a too intelligent black man is just cocky. They used to call them hot dogs. You know what I mean? Like oh. back in the day with Deion Sanders. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't look at him. Oh, he's got a jerry curl and a chains around his neck. And, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, you know. But if that's who you are, that's who you are. Just accept it. You ain't got to judge who he is. But so right now, I, I just think, like I said earlier, Don Lemon should get a podcast. With, don't lose your popularity and don't lose your brand. You know what I mean? Jump on something else. Do something different. And then make CNN be the face of that. Well, you just go in and talk about this and that because that one lady, I don't know her name, she works in the political department. She'd have been married to two different men on that on that, uh, on that that show. Like, oh, you're talking about Dana Bash. Dana Bash, yeah. <laughs> she done fucked at least two of her co-workers already. And they in the same office. You know, the guy that does that political thing with the pushing the buttons, doing election king, I think his name is. And another guy that was, uh, he was the anchor a while back. So I'm like, damn, girl. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know what I mean? So here she is walking around knowing that she had two husbands in that same studio, and she's still there. Are you kidding me? But she got rid of Amy uh, and, and, and the boy over there at ABC. It's just oh, amazing, yeah, you yeah. know. So I just think that uh, Don, somebody didn't like him. You know, and the, the ironic thing about it is that he was a gay man. You know what I mean? So you think he would have been part of the whole, you know, the new wave of ownership, you know, nowadays. It's like, hey, 
Jews and and the and the gay community they run every fucking thing. There ain't no ain't no doubt about that. You can fucking mm-hmm. you can question if you want to, and it may not even be in that order, but they run shit, run it all. And Don just got too comfortable. But then to get rid of somebody so abruptly like that, that's because they minimized him when they took him off his show by itself and and and, and put him in a boundary of those two ladies. Now you got to watch it. So just like when you see on ESPN, like NFL Live or different segments or uh, first tape with uh, Stephen A. Smith, there's always a female commentator. And four or five guys are talking football. Just like uh, Shannon Shannon Sharp and uh, the other boy, the white boy. They got that show, but there's a female that does the, she's the commentator. People when it's time to go to commercial and all that. So you got to watch everything you're saying because of her sitting there. You want men to talk about man shit, but you got a sensitive woman at the head of the fucking table. Now, how, you know, how contradictive is that? You know what I mean? Well, they said that there was some controversy with Don Lemon in terms of, you know, stuff he had said prior to being fired. There well, was you you a, put him out front as an anchor and gave him a mic. Yeah, they did. What the hell you expect? Uh, you know, there you, was the comment about soccer. Something about the so- men's soccer, the the male soccer players should make more than the women's soccer players because they are more exciting to watch. It was something along that line that he said, and you know that. But isn't that his opinion? A lot of people. Isn't that his? So where where where, where are we headed with that? Well, I'm just telling you that was part of the part of the controversy yeah, with okay. some of the things that he has said. That was just one of the comments, mm-hmm. and it was some other comment about I forgot who. I think it was Nikki Haley. He made some comment about Nikki Haley being over the hill, and one of his female co-hosts, you know, made a comment about that. That's what I'm saying. So, when you put the females around him, you might as well stick landmines up his ass and tell him don't move. You know, that's a sabotage move right there. I mean, what are they sensitive to? I mean, they're worried about their sensitivity, and but the man, you can say anything you want in front of him or, or whatever. What, what What's their boundaries? That's that's the situation with that. So it's the blend yeah, nowadays. As long as you represent the network, and it's well, not always about your personal opinion. It's like the girl that got fired that was messing with the black guy. Mm-hmm. Amy, whatever her name was, they got rid of him because he she was married at one time to a half-assed famous actor, you know. Yeah. And they look at him like, oh, that's such as a he used to be on nine hundred two one zero. Oh, we know him. Wow, his wife is fucking a black guy. Damn, that's that's crazy. We need to get rid of his ass. I mean, you'd be surprised the little things that people that are that are the producers and all that. The power they have, as soon as something rubs them the wrong way, they react on what rubs them the wrong way, despite anything that's natural. And then you hire two other people now to look just like them, another black yeah. guy and a white woman to look just like them. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. And I'm like, what the yeah, hell? Man. I thought it was them at first, and then I had to look at <laughs> them like, wait, a... are they back? Yeah, and then, then the, now the brother... Now, what, if you got to think about the, the brothers in there looking like this guy, and he's got a white co-host, man, you might as well tell him to just walk on goddamn eggshells. 
You know, I, I don't look. You. When she walk away, don't look at her ass. If she's wearing, if she's wearing a short top, don't look at her cleavage. <laughs> oh, don't do that. No, indeed. No, indeed. Watch how you compliment her. Don't make the compliment too strong. I mean, goddamn, what the hell? I mean, this world is becoming so mundane when it comes to natural fucking emotions, man. It's like, what the fuck happened to love and fucking devotion? That shit's out the goddamn window. All I'm saying is anyway. when you work for a network, you're not there to give your personal opinion. But you're opinion. human. You're the voice of you're the You're human. They, they, don't, they don't mess with Gail. Gail King says all kinds of stuff she wants to. They say little sexual overtone stuff every now and then. Oh, 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 oh her and Nate. And, but they, they, they save each other. You know what I mean? If Nate says something, they say, oh, oh okay, oh, all right, hey, okay, Tony, okay, 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 okay. But Don Lemon didn't have that net. No, he didn't. His shit was fall through the cracks and hit your ass a thousand feet below. And, you know, that, but that's But that's a it. good example. They work very well as a team. Because they protect Gail, each other. Nate and Tony. Because they protect Vlad, each other. They work together. They're in different regions where they all have to, they're all standing for where they are. Mm-hmm. You know, Gail's got the age where she's like 68, maybe 69, something like that. Mm-hmm. Nate has a sports background. Tony is an overall, he's an all-around guy that knows a lot of stuff. He doesn't have racial issues and shit like that. And they, they flow. But if you got two little skinny girls next to you, one from Kansas and the other one from fucking Iowa, what the hell are you going to do? You sitting there, you from West Philly. You know what I mean? <laughs> you wouldn't even raise like these bitches. So, okay. you, you know, anyway, I'm leaving it alone. All right. They, 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 they sabotage. They, they sabotage. Hell yeah. I you know what? Now, I, right, and you be they, stop. That's what I was telling everyone early. When they move you, Things about to change. They're about to shake it up. Yeah, you know yeah. what? Yeah. And I, I only I only said something because you brought something to my mind. Whenever you work a job, right, and you're comfortable in your job, whenever that job changes your shift, you can best believe yeah. that some shit is about to go down. If you was oh, the overnight yeah. person in there by yourself running shit, and it goes, oh well, you know what, uh, Papa Didi. We're going to move you to the daylight shift with the racist, they don't don't say it, but with the racist white guys and all the political (laughs) shit, and they dress a little better, and you used to working at night with your relaxed shit, 3 o'clock, and this has been an example of my own life, 2 o'clock in the morning, I break out my slippers, you know what I mean? Get my little hour and a half sleep. You know, when you work the night shift, you got your pad right. Don Lemon was comfortable. Don Lemon was comfortable, same thing with the other guy. They were too and comfortable, this, and I believe yeah. they got cocky after a while. That's what happened. Because, mm-hmm. you know, so Don Lemon, remember he, Don Lemon was doing the um, the New Year's Eve thing? Yeah. And for the last two years, he got tore up from the floor. He couldn't even broadcast. Why are you drinking like that and you trying to broadcast something live? Uh-uh. Yeah, but it was, but it it was good happen. TV. But, you, but look, at, look, at, look at Cooper. Him and, and the other guy, the guy that runs, you know, uh, oh, yeah. Housewives from yeah, Atlanta. They, they, to, me, to me, they weren't oh, he was. They let me tell you something. Like the, guy that. That runs, the guy that runs that, uh, what's his name that does the Housewives of Atlanta, the Andy producer? Something. Andy Cohen. Cohen. Andy cool. Cohen, he got messed up last year. He was, Anderson wasn't that bad, but Andy was Andy was, was tore up. And he's all right, we ain't going to do what we did last year. 
And he's like, take a drink, take a drink. Because he, he, he don't work for CNN. He don't give a shit. But them two white boys are good TV. They're good oh, TV. I guess. But, I guess. But you can't, if you're black, like, if you're a black man, you got limitations. You really do. Well, I just yep. want to add one more thing on the Don Lemon story. Rick Ross mm-hmm. reached out to him on, I think, on Twitter or mm-hmm. Instagram, one of them, mm-hmm. and said, look, mm-hmm. the brothers got your back, Don Lemon. You know I run Wingstop. I'll hire you. And I told him he should get a. I told him he should get a podcast. Let's get it in. He's talking about Wingstop. Talking about chicken wings. He said, "Look, I'll hire you over here. Send your resume on through. I know yeah. you're good for it." And then he sent another post that had me laughing. He said, "Hey, I got an idea. How how you feel about Don Lemon wings? He's talking about some lemon mm. garlic, something like that." Some Don Lemon uh, garlic wings. It probably would. I see. Uh, well, that was cute that Rick Ross put that one out. I just think personally mm-hmm. that, that Don Lemon should hold on to his brand and push it in another direction because mm-hmm. his brand is higher than most jokers out here. I agree. I agree. Don't let it go. All right. But well, we're down for the cocktail of the week. Are we doing that or are we going to take a break first? Let's take a little break. Anytime Lindsay Lohan can have something going on here. Anyway. How did she get in the mix? Okay. All right. We're going to take a quick break, and we're coming back with Kettle and the Cocktail of the Week. You are listening to the original Pajama Party with Papa Didi, Red Wine, and myself, Kettle. You can listen to us on Deezer, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. So sit back and get your favorite cocktail and listen to your favorite pajama party crew wherever you get your podcast, because we are everywhere. Hi, right, welcome back to John Party. One who's Papa D. Demi with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Oh, swad, darling. All right, raise your glasses. It's time for the cocktail of the week, week, week with Kettle. <laughs> what you got for us this right. week, Kettle? This one is pretty interesting. It looks right It's called Lemon and Elderflower Fig. Lemon and elderflower fig. All right. Raise the toast with this zesty cocktail with a gin and sparkling Prosecco base and lemon sorbet and elderflower cordial mix. All right. So we have 75 point, um, milliliters of gin, gin of your choice, minus Bombay Sapphire. Um, I have a... Uh, a juice of a lemon, two teaspoons of castor sugar, 50 milligrams of elderflower cordial, um, whole 750 uh, fifth of a bottle of Prosecco, four teaspoons of lemon sorbet, and um, sugar in uh, the lemon zest for garnish. So to uh, decorate the glasses with the sugar rim, tip the sugar onto a flat plate and the lemon juice into a bowl. Dip the rim of each glass in the juice, then the sugar. 
Put the gin, lemon juice, sugar, and elderflower cordial into a large jug. Stir until the sugar has dissolved. Add the Prosecco, then the sorbet, and give it a good stir. Pour into the prepared glasses and pop in a few strips of lemon zest. And that is called the Lemon and Elderflower Fizz. Ooh, that thing sounds fancy. I like that. Good. I love the lemon sorbet, uh, you know, drop in it and uh, the Prosecco. It sounds yeah, sweet, but I don't think so. I think it's it does sound sweet, but it does sound good. Well, I think, I think between the elderflower and the lemon. Right. Yeah. I would live. I would leave out the sugar around the rim. Then, if you think it's too sweet. Mhm. All right. Well, it works for me. I like it. I like the fizz part. I'm I'm pretty much good with the prosecco. You can just about put prosecco in anything, and I'd be like, yes. True that. Give me the fizz. Give me the fizz. Prosecco. It's like a. It's a sparkling wine. Along the lines of a champagne. All right, we're down to uh, Papa Didi, and what's popping? What's well, popping, Papa Didi? What you got? We had a pretty good conversation earlier about the makeup of the uh, networks and the people involved and stuff like that. And you know, like we said earlier, sometimes it's a, the way things are made up, the way they you know put the genders in there and everything. I think. At some time, that's just it just puts everything in a, in a tailspin, you know, because you're telling somebody to be what they're not instead of people being who they are, and you got to watch everything you say and stuff like that, and some people can get away with it and some people can't, and that's the sad part about it. You know, it's like you, you put two together, especially on the sports channels. It never fails, whether it's the uh, all the different shows that are out uh uh, they got something called Get Up, and all of them have the, all the guys kicking around, and then then you got this female who's the, the the moderator. You know, I guess she looks at the time with the commercials and and say, okay, we're going to a break to get to our next segment and all that. But why does it always have to be the same makeup or the same, you know, the same gender? Or what, you know what I'm saying? Because at this point, it's obviously not working sometimes. People getting fired because all of a sudden Stephen A. Smith was fired today because he said blah 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 blah. All right, when when you're going to comment on what he said, who are you protecting at that point? The fact that you think the woman who's the commentator, you think that she and she's sitting over there and she's like 24 years old and shit, they ain't never been nowhere. She's fresh out of college, you know. She's 26 years old, been out of college, you know, two years. Who God knows what she's been doing for the last four years in college. And now you got nervous up there and act like you sophisticated. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you was the biggest skank in them dorms and shit for the last four years. Now you're, uh, you know, you're an analyst for ESPN, so you're sophisticated. You know, it's just it's just so interesting how the projection that people, uh, you know, put today. And, I mean, that's the job market itself, you know. Being a fact, I'm not in the job market anymore. I understand the job market from what it was and what image I had to project at the time. And it's such a, it's just it's so, uh, what word am I looking for? It's just so hypocritical, 
You know? Mm. You know, the people that's, that's there, the ones that are in charge, the hiring practices, Everything is just—it's just a mess. And then you want—then you want to put it out there on camera and, and act like it's going to work. Well, you know damn well this producer don't like this particular person, but that producer don't like that particular person, and there's controversy with them and that. But they all got to produce, you know, make a good story, or they say put out a good piece, and and nobody likes any each other. Then you got the rats, the people that try. See, and I always said this here. Remember this here too. The main thing you want to look at when they get rid of somebody, what is the main thing you think you want to see on the back end of somebody they got rid of? What do you want? What, what are you looking forward to seeing on the back end of that? What would you say? Oh, you're asking me? Yeah. Uh, what do you look forward to when somebody... Who's going to benefit? Who's going to be the replacement? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Who's going to be the replacement? Now, when it comes to Tucker, they may bring that girl back out. What was her name when it was on... Before they left, what was her name? Um, she had her own show, a pretty white woman, I forget her name. But she was all half radical, but she was nice looking, so she got away with that shit. I don't know. Uh, I forget her name. But anyway, in the Don King situation, look and see who takes his place. Look and see. Because this stuff is preconceived. And they try to slide the person in accidentally on purpose. Oh, the new replacement is going to be such and such, such and such. And now we replaced him with a black woman. You know what I mean? Now we have a black woman that replaced Don. You know, Don Lemon. Yeah, that would be interesting if they try that one. I don't know. I just think that, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I don't want to interject what I think. No, go ahead. Speak. I, I just think that. It was disrespectful to fire him the way that they did. And from what I read, they didn't even tell him directly that he was fired. He had to find it out. Some I don't know how he found out. It was like some indirect way. Like they didn't even bring him into the, an office and sit down and talk to him. You know, like with right. any kind of respect or dignity he found or out was any of that. Yeah, okay, through his agent. Mm-hmm. Now, like, wait a minute. This man has worked for y'all for, what, 17 years? 17 years. And you couldn't even talk to him face-to-face and fire him? What, were you scared? I, I just, I don't understand that. I mean, it wasn't like he was just there on a trial basis, and then they decided to kick him to the curb. You've been there 17 years. Now, here's another thing. Here's another thing. This was he was an openly gay man. So where's the gay community that that's that this allegedly should be behind him? Yeah. I mean, you know, they get behind every goddamn thing else that has to do with one their own. So what you do, you left him out in the fucking cold? You know what I'm saying? I mean think about it. Yeah, I think haven't about heard it. any public outrage. Exactly. From so therefore just go to show you that whoever fired his ass checked with that group and say they said, Oh yeah, we don't like that motherfucker either. You know what I mean? He done said too much bullshit. We done, we done canceled his ass already. You best believe that they went to the gay community first, the person in charge of that. You know what I mean? I'm not saying went directly to, but you know what I mean? They know that they're going to cover their bases on the fallout. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that, that may be my own theory, but I ain't putting it past shit. 
because you ain't going to get rid of openly gay man today in 2023. That shit just ain't, you know, it's, it's, I don't know. That's just me. That's you. just me. I hear you. Anyway, I'm going to leave it there. Okay. Well, that's something to think about. Yeah. Okay. Well, is it time to lighten it up? Thanks. So. Okay, Kevin, say lighten it up. I'm gonna lighten it up, and I'm gonna I'm gonna lighten it up first. It's the weird news time. Uh, I've got one out of Berlin, Germany. A German court said Wednesday that a landlord sunbathing naked in the courtyard of his building was not reason enough for his tenants to reduce their rental payments. Uh, The case involved a building in an upmarket residential district of Frankfurt in Germany, which included an office floor rented by a human resource company. The company was withholding their rent because they were objecting, among other things, to the landlord's naked sunbathing. So in response, the landlord sued. Uh, The Frankfurt State Court rejected the company's reasoning, finding that the usability of the rented property was not impaired by this man out there sunbathing naked in the courtyard. They said in a statement that they could not see uh, an inadmissible, deliberately improper effect on the property. So the judge's ruling uh, was on the appeal against a lower court decision that went in the landlord's favor, and the tenant had only limited success overall. They found that the tenant had been entitled to reduce rental payments for three months only because of noisy construction that was going on in the neighborhood, not because of his naked sunbathing. And the court said that the spot where the landlord was sunbathing could only be seen from the rented office if you lean far out of the window. So it wasn't like you couldn't you couldn't avoid it. They said you had to lean far out of the window on that floor to see him out there naked sunbathing. Could you smell him? So <laughs> no, you couldn't smell him. But they wanted to get a reduction in their rent because they felt like this is, you know, too much. We got to see this naked man out here. We shouldn't have to pay full rent because of that. And the judge said, "No, y'all tripping." Because in order for you to see it, you got to lean way out the window. No, I'm not going to agree that you get a reduction in your rent. Go pay your rent and stop looking out the window. So that's pretty much it. You know, they said that, you know, the man could wear a bathrobe if he chose to, but he's going to take it off once he gets out to that little lounge chair because he's trying to get an all-over tan. That's the reason. Why is the landlord living on the property? I don't know. He lives in the building that he rents. So that that's my weird news. They trying to get a reduction of rent because they got to see a naked man. But the judge bust that out. No, the judge said the only way you can see it is if you lean way out the window. Well, so apparently judge, y'all are trying to see him. Did the judge go look and see what you can see or not? I, well, for him to make that comment, I'm thinking he must have found out one way or another. 
that the only way you get the view of the naked sunbather is if you lean far out of the window, according to the judge. Maybe he came over and checked it out. I don't know. Well, he did, because that's his hearsay if he didn't. Yeah, that's true. Papa Didi trying to get all deep with it, talking about, well, if he didn't come see it, it's hearsay. I'm like, all right. Law and order. Okay. All right. Um, I have one here. This is a drunk Yellowstone visitor harasses a child elk. Okay. Everyone, um, you look, there's a different video coming from Yellowstone National Park that shows someone who thinks they know something about wildlife. Time and time again, they think it's the right decision to approach an animal. No, no. White people only that weighs two to three times more, in some cases even five times. Why would a person want to be standing next to a wild creature that uh, this large, that, you know, this large is completely beyond me? This tourist, according to the headline in the video, was drunk, found that out as he approached a cow elk grazing her way through town. The tourist goes up and gets the cart between him and the cow elk, and he almost seems to be trying to get the animal all worked up. He dances around trying to keep something between them, but the elk doesn't appreciate how close he is. All as uh, steps out from behind his safely, the cow elk takes a short step towards him, and as he begins to run, he hits the ground hard. The elk knows he's done enough and runs away from the uh, from the person who gets back up, embarrassed, and staggers away. Oh Lord! I guess he won't get drunk no more. Going into some wildlife, acting stupid. I don't know why people always mess with these animals like that. Yeah, I I, tell I you, just saw you know. I just saw a video today earlier where this woman was teasing an elephant, and I mean a full-grown elephant, like out on a reserve or something. She had a banana Mm -hmm. in her hand, and she kept on showing it to the elephant, and then when the elephant looked like he was trying to get it, she would pull it back. And finally that Mm -hmm. elephant, like, pimp-slapped her with his trunk, knocked her completely back on her back, and I thought, now, you won't do that again, will you? I guess that elephant said, you keep playing with me with that banana. <laughs> well, did sure the elephant enough, take the banana? No, the elephant knocked her out. Yep. The elephant just took his trunk and slapped her with his trunk. And because of the weight of the elephant, he knocked that woman clean off her feet. I said, okay, y'all going to learn the hard way. Keep messing with these animals. And the elephant said, I'm used to hunting in the jungle. Your ass is child's play for me. Exactly. He said, I am not scared of you. These people are crazy. All right, Papa Didi, weird news, what you got? Uh, This is a 2,500 hopeful hopeful sheep crossing the Idaho Highway. Mm. Okay. Where were they going? This is in Boise, Iowa. Why did 2,500 sheep cross the road? Because the grass is green on the other side. Okay. Oh, okay. That's a joke. Did you? Okay. 
the drum. Do too. All right, in Idaho, it's not uh, unusual to see ranchers moving a uh, a bleeding herd of sheep up to a higher elevation at at this time of year. But the sight of 2,500 woolly breast sheep across the highway earlier this week brought a crowd of like 300 people. It was the largest turnout that Stephen Seisberg, spokesman for the Idaho Ranch Land Resort Commission, has seen in 15 years. They said it's a novelty. Maybe they've never seen anything like that before, but it's real. Typically in Idaho, he told KTVB-TV, when we're out on the rural parts of Iowa in the summer, spring, or fall, you can run to a cattle drive or sheep drives. Curious onlookers line the roads and see the animals Airing the highway, guided by ranchers, steer, and sheepdogs. They traveled up the road a little ways. The fluffy white herd just was an obstacle to see, like one big old powder puff of cotton <laughs> just walking across the road. Yeah. So people were amazed, taking pictures. The news people were out there, and they were just, you know, so it became a spectacle. I would love so to see They're going to come back and see it again because it's just unusually interesting, just so, hmm. you know. 2,500 woolly sheep. I wonder how long did it take them to get across this highway? Because that's a what lot of saying? sheep. I don't that's know how fast the sheep. Yeah, that's a lot of wool. I just wonder, like, if somebody was trying to get across or get where they're going, it's bad enough when you have a train crossing or something. Now you got sheep crossing, and you just have to sit there and wait. Okay. Well, what do you make with wool anymore today? I mean, they still make sweaters and blankets. I mean, the world is so much into 3D and AI, and you know, ain't nothing natural no more. Somebody's still making things out of wool. You can drop a pill in water and have a cup, cup of coffee. <laughs> Crazy. Anyway. Alrighty. All right, well, we're going to take a break, and we're coming back with, uh, oh, with, I'm just saying. Moi. Yeah, moi. with moi, and I'm just saying. Hey, and if you want to call in tonight, the number is 914-803-4306, and press 1 if you want to join the conversation. And uh, we'll be back on the other side of the break. This is Kettle, and this is Red Wine. If you like news, but you like the weirdest kind, you're in the right place. Join us every Friday night for the Pajama Party Weird News. We find stories each week about some of the strangest and oddest news stories around. If there's ghost driving, stupid criminals getting caught, or just bizarre medical stories, we report it right here on the Pajama Party Weird News. It's funny and informative, and we look forward to it every week. And you will, too. If you like weird news like we do, join us every Friday night on the Pajama Party Show. It's a weird world out there, and we'll tell you all about it. Right here on the Weird News, where we celebrate the weirdness.
All right, welcome back to John Party. I'm one of your Papa DM here, Kettle. Hello. Oh, swear, darling. All right, Red Wine. Take it away, what I'm just saying. All right. Let's see, Buku. Tonight, I'm just saying, first it was the mermaid. Now it's Cleopatra. I don't know if you all are up on this one, but you remember how some people really tried to lose their minds when Disney announced that they had cast a black mermaid to play Ariel in the live version of The Little Mermaid, right? And some of those racists are still tripping over that. Well, now there's a whole new controversy brewing, and this time it's about Cleopatra and what color was her skin. They are going bat crap crazy over Cleopatra's skin tone. Now, this came about because Jada Pinkett Smith produced a series or a movie. I'm not sure if it's a series or a movie that Netflix has picked up. It's called Queen Cleopatra, and they cast a black woman to play Cleopatra. This woman is a, a black actress out of the U.K., so they cast this black woman to play Cleopatra, and it turns out that there's a lot of folk out here touchy about this and what color Queen Cleopatra was. Now, I always thought that Cleopatra was an African queen, so I figured she must have had some kind of color to her. I'm not saying she was, you know, dark as midnight, but I never envisioned her as being a white or white-ish looking woman. But Apparently, well, there's all this controversy going on over it. And um, like I was saying, first it was the mermaid, and now it's Cleopatra. Now, this show, Queen Cleopatra, has been accused of blackwashing Cleopatra. I didn't even know blackwashing was a thing. I've heard of whitewashing, but I had never even heard of the term blackwashing. So this whole Cleopatra situation, it got so deep that the Egyptian government weighed in. They brought out their so-called experts from an agency called the Supreme Council of Antiquities. That's how serious this has gotten. The Supreme Council of Antiquities. And they put a statement out, uh, summing it up basically saying that they were going to set the record straight they claim that Cleopatra had light skin and Greek features, that she had thin lips and what they call a drawn nose, which means an Aryan, a.k.a. white nose. That's what they're trying to say. They're claiming that Netflix depiction uh, is a falsification of the Queen Cleopatra, and now there's a boycott that's been organized over the production of the movie, the movie doesn't even air until uh, May 10th, next month. And I'm sure Netflix is probably going, you know what, do what you want. I don't care. The more controversy y'all kick up, the more people are going to watch it just to see what is all the controversy about. So while they're trying to encourage people not to watch it, all you're doing is stirring up more curiosity and you're going to end up uh, getting Netflix more viewers. So your whole boycott thing is counterproductive. But 
I'm just saying, we went through a similar thing when Halle Bailey was cast as the first black mermaid. People were acting a fool, acting stupid, saying, and they're still saying a lot of dumb stuff. I'm just saying, people need to cool out. You know, I, I guess these folks still want us to envision Queen Cleopatra looking like Elizabeth Taylor. You know, once that movie was produced, whatever year that was, a while, long time ago, you know, that vision, just like when, uh, what's his name, Charlton Heston, when he played Moses, it's so hard once you get that visual in your head, when you hear those characters' names, Moses, you you can't help but see Charlton Heston in your mind. You hear Cleopatra, it's hard to not envision daggone Elizabeth Taylor. Now they're trying to tell us, oh, well, that's pretty much what she looked like. I'm like, yeah, she may have come from North Africa, but it's still Africa. And I'm not buying the whole she was Greek or part Greek or look Greek. Y'all can shove all that Greek bullcrap. Cleopatra was an African queen. And if y'all got a problem, this this uh, council of antiquities and all of this, that's these the modern-day Egyptians talking all that stuff. I'm just saying, y'all need to calm down. You want her to have all these white features? Well, y'all can have at it. I say the queen was an African queen. Now, Red Wine has said it, so let it be written. <laughs> That's that. This is Red Wine, and I'm just saying, it's a movie, people. Calm the hell down and enjoy this show. My goodness, all this controversy. People crazy. Well, you think it's going to get more people watching? Yeah, it's just going to make more people watching. I wasn't paying it a whole lot of mind until it got all controversial. Why? That's just one person's opinion of what they think Cleopatra looked like. And they're talking about, oh, there were ancient drawings and this and that. I'm like, okay, but did you have a photograph? No, because it was too long ago. <laughs> so a drawing in a cave wall or whatever, you're not going to sell me on, oh, well, she had, she was part Greek and all of this. I'm like, no, no. Because now what you're doing is negating the fact that this was an African queen. She was so intelligent. She had so much business savvy. That's how come she was running stuff. That's how come she had folk falling down in her feet, because she had it going on. But Jay want to negate her blackness of it and make her now to be, oh, she was Greek. And please. Anyway, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm so, used up here so far. But going. you know what? We're all, we're all mixed up in this somehow. You know, we got some white in us and black and this and that, so... You know, we all mix up here somewhere down the line. But Cleopatra was black. All right, red wine has spoken. That's it. She was a sister. All right, Papa Didi. Living for the city. You ready or do so I need who are the people that? Uh-oh, you got a question. Who are what people? All the people you say was from them. 
organization of whitepeople.com, whatever you were saying? These are people from the Egyptian government. Or have they presented themselves? Egyptian government? The Egyptian government. See, that shit, they're whitewashed. Mm-hmm. They say, oh, this movie is blackwashing uh, Egyptian history. And I'm like, okay. Well, see, first of all, when the people came in that were hired and did a so-called authenticity test, Mm-hmm. They're being paid by who? The network or whoever is, you know. That was the Egyptian government talking all of this authenticity and. Right, but what is their influences though? But why is an Egyptian government being pro-American white? Well, they're saying that she was had some Greek heritage in her, but even though she was, they say she was from North Africa. They're not saying she didn't come out of Africa, but they're not. They're saying that she was definitely not a, a woman of color. That's what and, they're saying. And why, why is Egyptians saying that? I can't answer that. I mean, do you know where do you know where Egypt is? Yes, I do. That's why I said I think they all sound crazy. Okay. I said even though it's North Africa, it's still Africa. Okay. So. That's the current Egyptian government. You know, Egyptians look different. And she now. was from Egypt. Yes. Okay. Now, let me say this here. I've been to Egypt twice during my military days. I went to two places in Egypt Cairo and Alexandria. All right? Mhm. And the times I've gone there. Did you see any native Egyptian women? Hell yeah. And did they look like Elizabeth Taylor? I don't know what Elizabeth Taylor looked like, but I know their asses wasn't white. Elizabeth, you know what Elizabeth Taylor, the actor, well, she's dead yeah. now. But what I'm saying is that. When you're in the when you're in the navy on a Mediterranean cruise, right? And you go down past the Straits of Messina, and you go down further back into the Mediterranean, toward the back of the Mediterranean, because the furthest we went was Saudi Arabia, which is in the back. But before you to Saudi Arabia, you have Egypt. Now. That's deep into the heat of the Mediterranean. I mm-hmm. think I was in Egypt like in February. And when I got up on those camels, I had a little turban. You put this cloth on your head and you put this band. It looks like a basketball player headband, but it's round. And that goes on top of the cloth, and that's what makes the turban. The turban is two parts. It's a cloth and then a little round little band that okay. goes on top. Mm-hmm. Now, you have to wear that when you get up on the camel. Because that sun is coming down on your ass so strong that you got to cover the top of your head and it'll burn the hell off. You know? I rest my case. Now, now I'm trying to figure out a person that's from there and lives there every day. And see, like we were saying earlier today with the way people want people to depict and who's trying to please who. You know, see, if you look back at the movie The Wizard of Oz, right, 
all the changes that the wizard put them through before he kind of came out and he was just a little joker, you know. But all the stuff he made them do, go and get me the such and such, such, such the witch's broom. Get out of here. And they go. Mm-hmm. Everybody fears the big cheese, you know, the big boss in the company. And and, and who is the big boss nowadays? Because they didn't clean house. Every network in clean house, ever since they got rid of Matt Lauer and and uh, Charlie Rose and everybody, you know what I mean? Everything is totally different now. Totally different. I used to honor Charlie Rose when I was a young boy. I just thought he was so damn smart. And I was like, oh, well, the intern who was over fucking 18 years old came to his house at night, and he came out with a robe on, and blah, 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 blah. Now, you, you want us to put the image of Charlie Rose in a fucking robe. Now, I've been following this man for at least 20 years ever since I kind of came out of high school. I just used to think Charlie Rose was one of the smartest motherfuckers on the planet. Interviewed everybody. He was the male version of Ball Walker. What's that? We still talking about Cleopatra? Yeah. Oh, we still talking about Cleopatra. Okay. Yeah. What I'm saying is that when they when they cleaned house of Charlie Rose and everybody else, they got rid of anybody that made sense. Now getting back to Cleopatra, everybody now has an opinion on who and who who's who and what's what. Every one of these people that they brought in there to replace everybody, all these new wave motherfuckers, all these brand new people that are just oh they're new. Oh, they have a degree and a master, and they're gay, and they're Jewish, and they're this, and they're that, and all these fucking dimensions. They're sitting around in this big CBS building running all this shit because you got rid of all the true journalist motherfuckers that found the truth and shit. It doesn't matter about your gender, and nobody cares who you fucking. When I want to hear the news, I don't care whether you're gay or not. I don't care who you fucking. That's your business. That's your personal fucking naked-ass business. But now everybody has to have the fucking label on who they are and what they are to prove who they are. What the fuck is that about? You got hired to be a generous a journalist. Give me the news. But now, like you say, everybody's coming in and getting with the, with the whole Cleopatra thing. The whole new way scheme is bringing all the controversy. Nobody can't do shit because you got 25 opinions out there. Everybody got to please everybody. The Jews got to be pleased. This group got to be pleased. The Hasidic motherfuckers, everybody that's got a group of anything needs to be pleased. If we don't get pleased, we got the power. Damn it, we'll get rid of your ass. She's a white woman, goddammit. That's how I feel. Okay, well, we brought you in because you were settled and we got rid of all the fucking men you wanted us to get rid of. Now you're just as fucked up as they are in your own way. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah, leave it at that. I'm going to leave it at that because everybody in the world is fucked up. So you can't give it to one group and bring another group and act like they're so perfect. No, we're all fucked up in our own way. It's what, how much shit you want to accept from somebody. It's like a relationship. That person got drama. Okay, if you want to deal with that drama, then that's the person for you. Because everybody brings a little bit of baggage, a little bit of drama. So, anyway, I'm going to leave it alone. Okay. Okay. Is that, I'm, right. I got all caught up now. Was that living for the city? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. 
He got me all twisted up on Cleopatra now. <laughs> What's going on? No, I'm just saying how, you know, all that is why things are so controversial. No, I follow you. No, I'm saying as far as that that movie now on Netflix, I'm going to make sure that I watch it. It airs on the 10th of May, so y'all check it out on Netflix. It's called Queen Cleopatra. I'm going to check it out now because now I'm curious. Because the Cleopatra can't beat you. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it, I mean, it, it's, it's, if you don't know history, you need to read some history, and that's what I just started doing. I was just going back and see where she was from, what type of people she was from, and it's from the Muslim and a whole lot of other churches descent. So, okay, yeah, they were black. So let's just keep moving. <laughs> Without a doubt. Without yeah, a doubt. Like these people are tripping. Talking about she had thin lips and this and that. I'm like, okay, all black people, number one, do not have large lips, don't have big butts. And also, so we cannot stereotype. That Egyptian council that you hired to oversee, how old are they? I don't know. If these, if these people are 28, 29, 34, 35, what the hell do they know? Yeah. No disrespect to the 20 and 30 year olds, but give me a fucking the, break. Whatever they are, Council of Antiquities. I'm like, yeah, exactly. Okay. And, they, and, they, and they're 34, 35 years old. And they got an opinion. All I can say is if you don't have a photo, you don't have any video, you don't have any eyewitness accounts, so how are you going to be that firm in something that sounds so contradictive, if for nothing else, of the geographical area? Exactly. All by itself. Now you're getting back to what I said I'm about like, the Mediterranean cruise. That's why I keep saying it's still Africa. I've been to Cairo. I've been to Alexandria. It's hot as fuck yeah, down there. You're closer to the equator in the mm-hmm. continent of Africa. Even northern Africa, That's it's right. still going to be hot. And you're not going to find a lot of fair-skinned folks. Mm-hmm. And that's called polywog, polywoggle or shellback. Sailors that went past the equator, they're called a shellback because they went across the equator. And oh, that's where okay. it is. That shows you don't, you, like you said, you eclipse the fucking hey, the sun belt. Hot out that joint. Yeah, it's, it's deep. All right. Well, we're going to take a break then. Yeah. So we can regroup. But y'all make sure you tune in. Queen Cleopatra, May 10th, yes, Netflix. Watch it if for nothing else, despite these folk from the Antiquities Council of Egypt talking all that smack. Uh, we'll be right back after the break. How you doing? I'm Papa Didi, one of the hosts of the Pajama Party. And I'm here to uh, introduce you to two of the segments I have on the Pajama Party. One is called... What's popping with Papa Didi? And the other one's called Living for the City. What's popping is maybe a topic that really popped at me that week about something really going on that's serious. And on Living for the City, I talk about stuff that has to do with the inner city, the suburban life, and life as we know it as far as the hood is concerned and everything thereof. Because as Moore said, the whole world is a ghetto. So we'll talk about all that. So join me, Papa Didi, every Friday for my two segments of What's Popping? And living for the city. Bonsoir, bonsoir. This is red wine, or as they say in Paris, je suis ben rouge. Join me every Friday right here on A Pajama Party, where I'll get on my rant, sit on my little bar stool, 
and give you my opinion on whatever has been bugging me or whatever's on my mind this week. You don't want to miss it. I know I won't. So be here with me every Friday, Red Wine, on the Pajama Party Show. Visit us on www.apajamaparty.com and check us out. We'll see you there. Hi, welcome back to Pajama Party. One who is Papa Dita, I'm Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. Mm-hmm. All righty. Yeah, well, are we back to normal now? Or? Yeah, let's oh. go. Yeah, I'm, I'm just looking up some uh, interesting facts about Cleopatra, but I'll, I'll talk That's about that. That's good. That's very good. That's very good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, she was black. I'm sorry. Hell yeah. Go ahead. Great. Go ahead. Where are we going next? Well, next we all up. know. It's cattle. It's cattle. You ready? Go ahead, Papa D. How you ready? <laughs> Hollywood. Ba, 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 Hollywood. Take it away. All right. Talking about Red Table. Talking about Jada Pickett. Red Table uh-uh. has been canceled after Facebook Watch. Original start date. The popular daytime Uh-oh. Emmy... Uh, winning show, co-hosted by Jada Pickett-Smith, Willow Smith, and Adrian Banfield-Norris. It was launched back in 2018. Man, they've been rocking and rolling. It has been canceled because of shutdown of a programming at Meta, parent company of Facebook. You know what? I I just think maybe they're just looking at them like they're making too much money. I, I mean, something ain't right here. Something ain't right. I don't like that. <laughs> so yeah. maybe they'll take maybe they'll take the red talk table somewhere else. Because I mean, if you've gotten some daytime Emmys on this show, come on now, you can write your own paycheck, right, Papa? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they need to yeah. just take it somewhere else. So you're saying Meta <laughs> is not going to do the program anymore? Is that what it is? They're shutting down particular divisions in uh, Meta. Facebook. Oh, that's what it looks like. Yeah, that's program. Yeah. We'll see. The company has started its Facebook Watch Originals division. Meta representative confirmed. Um, other shows have been created under the Facebook Watch Originals program, including Steve Harvey's interviews, Joe, the mobile. Simone, um, Simone Biles, docuseries, um, The Red Table Talk, so some other things, too. So it was, that was just a, just a division. They just, you know, cutting back to the call. Who knows? That just happened to be underneath that umbrella. So, uh, we'll see. Okay. See what's going on. Also, Ed uh, Sheeran. He's in the news. Ed Sheeran. I talked about it last week, but when he went to court um, this past week, he um, played his guitar um, during his um, copyright infringement trial. Um, and Sharon sang and played guitar on the witness stand on Thursday during his trial involving alleged similarities between his Grammy-winning song, Thinking Out Loud, and the Marvin Gaye classic, Let's Get On. Let's get on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so... 
It does sound like it. It already does. You said it does or does does. it? does. Mm -hmm. It does. It has that same mellow drag. It's a lot of the same chord structure. Right. He claims that he wrote it so fast he didn't even realize yeah, it's the same. Yeah. I'm like, come on, really? You telling on yourself, Ed? I'm sorry. Being a little bit, I mean, little bit pregnant. Number, he, he, mm. he just want to have to just, just, just pay out. That's all. Simple as that. Just, just, just pay up. Pay up. Yeah. Get your checkbook um, out, Ed. Yeah. Um. Now this, I thought this was interesting. Katy Perry, she loses a trademark battle over her name. Check this out. Pop star who was born, Catherine Hudson, was sued for trademark infringement by an Australian fashion designer, Katie Taylor, who runs a clothing brand using her birth name of Katie Perry. And a judge down under ruled against the singer uh, today by confirming the war star had breached Katie's trademark several times. So the Katie Perry, she breached the designer of Katy Perry, um, her trademark. Mm. Wow. So the Katy Perry brand was set up in 2006 before being trademarked. And the designer claimed merchandise sold during the singer's subsequential Australian tours were in free. So the judge found several infringements to have taken place in the the singer's social media posts promoting her um, tour, as well as pop-up merchandise stores in Sydney and Melbourne. So, um, yeah, I think Katie's very, she's going to have to pay up the poor. So is she going to um, have to change her name? No, no. She's going to have to pay this woman, the designer, money because she used Katie Perry, which is not her birth name, used that name, I mean, that's her stage name. But oh, okay. um, I guess the timing, you know, um, of her using Katy Perry uh, infringed on the designer's uh, clothes. Stuff like that. Yes, her trademark hmm. name. Okay. Yep. Interesting. Tell me with these trademarks and these infringements and all this. It's a whole lot. It's a whole lot. Um, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Howard Hewitt, I haven't heard his name in a while. He was um, rushed to a Kentucky hospital. Um, R&B legend Howard Hewitt is recovering after he underwent emergency surgery. Um, he was forced to cancel um, a concert last weekend at the um, Palm Room in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, he was rushed to the hospital his emergency room, he was diagnosed with um, um, appendicitis. He had to do emergency surgery. He's saying if you have tickets for that particular show, you will be reimbursed, or they'll schedule that show for another time. He was complaining of of, uh, stomach aches and stuff like that. That's what it was. Okay. Um, I hope he's feeling better. I hope so, too. I like how isn't that one of your um, boys, uh, Pop? Yeah, for real. Back in the day with Shalimar. I never knew oh, he was a singer sure. until he broke out on his own. I said, damn, that nigga could sing. That boy could sing. You right about that? He's good. 
Um, also, Brandy, I haven't heard her name in a while. She is um, going to be executive producer on her daughter's EP. Um, her daughter's name, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it right, Cy Rai, Cy Ray um, Smith is Brandy's daughter. She's going to be executive producer on her first EP. So, hey, mama can sing, I guess daughter can sing, so we shall see. Um, okay. Also, MTV is premiering a new docu-series called Family Legacy, um, which will feature the children of legendary music artists and bands, um, including Sean P. Diddy, we got plenty of them, uh, Brandy, uh, Melissa mm-hmm. Etheridge, yeah, the white folks in there. Always say that. PLC, Wait till the kids grow up. And, yeah, Instinct, Voice of Men, and uh, Backstreet Boys. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. Right. And uh, last but not least, two unfortunate deaths. Uh, Jerry Springer, he passed away um, yesterday. Um, he had uh, pancreatic cancer. It's like nobody knew except his immediate family. He was born Gerald Norman Springer, American broadcaster, journalist, actor, producer, lawyer, and politician. He was born in London during World War II and refugees escaping the Holocaust. Springer was raised in Queens. I never knew that. Didn't know. And also Harry Belafonte, he passed away on the 25th. Of this world, he was an American singer, actor, activist. Um, he made, you know, the Calypso music very popular back in the 50s. Um, he was the joint. He has gotten an Emmy. He, he received an Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony. Wow. He was born in Harlem, New York. Everybody knows All the right. famous daughter. Um, mm-hmm. Went out my head. Sherry. <laughs> Sherry. Sherry. Yeah, Sherry. Yeah. She's picking though. Yeah. A Hollywood rapper. Hey. Well, that takes us down to this week's kiss it list. We're rolling on through tonight. Um, kiss it lives, Papa Didi. Care to uh, explain? Oh, man. That's a, when you put you in the kiss it trap. Mm. Trap yourself by saying and doing something stupid. Yeah. But he finally got Pence to testify, so we'll see if he had the guts or the kahunas to say something about his boy on that January 6th uh, thing. So they pulled him in. So he apparently was doing some talking. He wasn't pleading the fifth. So Good. let's see what's up with that when that comes out. Cause they, they may going to be indicting him for that as well. So, But I figured he was going to talk since he's considering running. He's not concerned about well, throwing Trump on Trump had him down. running scared that day in the Capitol. Yeah. Kill Pence. Kill, man, if somebody put that kind of shit on my head. Man, please. Anyway. Very interesting. Well, I want to add Margie Taylor Green this week. Really? You know, she's on there every week. But this week, her infraction was she made, amongst others, she made a statement that 
stepmothers are not real mothers. So like, why would you even open your mouth and say something that ignorant? Why does it make sense in that moment? She said stepmothers are not real mothers. Mm. I'm like, I don't even know what was the conversation, but why would you even say something like that? Mighty play, you always got to say something. Period. Exactly. It's like she just feels like I, I have to make a comment, no matter how ridiculous, no matter how uninformed. Mm. I'm just going to say. Wilson lightened up. He going to do as much now. Remember Ted Cruz? Yeah, that's true. Ever since she started talking, boy, Ted Cruz and quiet down. You ain't heard from him. Yeah. But she still got that boy from South Carolina. He comes out and says some dumb shit all the time. Lindsey Graham. Oh, yeah. He can't help himself. Yeah, he always, oh, today Lindsey said, well, I don't think he said, I will put Lindsey on there for him always talking. Lindsey Graham, yep. There was, um, I, I can't recall, I should have written it down. There was a food bank where they were giving out food to those who needed food. And a cop, well, somebody in the neighborhood called the police and said, there's all this traffic over here. You know, you need to come and do something about it. So the police show up, and he could see what it was. It was people whose cars were there because they were trying to get food for their families. Why did this cop start ticketing people? I'm like, if these people are trying to get food from a food bank, clearly they're already in a financial situation. Why are you out here putting tickets on their cars simply because some numbskull called pissed about too many cars in the street. I said, man, that's some messed up stuff. That cop that wrote those tickets, you're on the kiss it list. You should have assessed the situation, and if nothing else, you could have helped direct the traffic, maybe to help get the traffic flowing. But to just go out and give tickets like that, you're a piece of crap. Oh, anybody else? I know there were others, but I can't even think now. There's too many people showing off this week. <laughs> oh, the lady that was taunting the elephant with the banana, that the elephant threw her, good for her behind, but she's on the kissing <laughs> list. Uh, the man, uh, Kettle, Kettle's man with the elk, the cow elk that was out there drunk messing with that elk, he's on the kissing list. What's her lady's name, Haley? Nikki oh, Haley. yeah, Nikki Haley. You know, I just can't wait. I cannot wait for the primaries to see these people and see how serious everybody is once Trump is out up there doing his thing. I want to see who really can hold their own up against him. Oh, and also the naked sunbather, the landlord in Germany, Berlin, wherever that was, he's on the kiss it list. Just because you're the landlord, man, you don't need to be out there sunbathing and you know you got tenants, even if they can't yeah, see about, you unless they work to see you. What about their kids? Like, why Why you got to do that? What if a child sees his ass? Exactly. So I'm putting him on the kiss it list. He must think he's Adonis or something, but nobody needs to see you. I don't care if you do look good. <laughs> nobody needs to see all that. It's a bunch of Americans there, though. In Germany? Hell yeah. The army been going there for years. Frankfurt? Okay. Oh, my God. That place is Americanized. Anybody else? Hmm. Oh, the um, 
Egyptian whatever commission of something supreme antiquities, yeah. whatever that organization, you're on the kiss it list. Twenty eight year olds. Yeah, you're on the kiss it list. And put your girl on it too, Lori Harvey. That's oh, Lori Harvey? No, that's not my girl. That's Kettle's girl. What's going on? I saw something on YouTube saying all the guys that she dated in Hollywood, it was at least 12. It goes all the way back to a soccer player a long time ago, and they they named all the people, all the people, Trey Song, this one, that one. I mean, just, it was at least, it was at least 12 guys. She just at least them. 12 guys. Yep. I didn't know by the time Michael B. Jordan was on it that she had been... Yeah, I thought he was like the beginning of the list. Not at all. Not oh, you talking about the daughter? I thought you talking about the mother. You talking about the daughter? No, the no, daughter, Lori, Lori Harvey. The daughter, yeah, Lori. Oh, okay, Lori. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. she done dated at least ten guys in Hollywood already. She's becoming a new Holly Berry. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> okay, anybody else for this week's kiss it list? That's it. Going once, going twice. All right, here is. This week's gift for everybody on the kiss. Kiss my entire All right, welcome back to the Pajama Party. One of your hosts, Papa Didi, and here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. Uh, I forgot to put the executives at CNN who uh, disrespectfully fired Don Lemon. They were on the kiss-it list, too. Mm Mm-hmm. And the woman at the daycare that was in in Maryland, I think it was, that got caught on video abusing guys. these children. Yeah, that was pretty she crazy. was slinging kids, throwing kids down to the ground. It was t- terrible. And put the Baltimore Ravens on also. Baltimore Ravens? Mm-hmm. They're on the kiss it list? Yeah, because them jerk-offs finally, they 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 had they had uh, Lamar Jackson on a one-year, uh, what do they call that, where they just pay you for one year? Oh. But they saw in the draft that all these new teams was hiring, was brought all these black quarterbacks. And the first three people picked in the draft the other day was black quarterbacks, three black quarterbacks, mm-hmm. four altogether. You know, one went to – now, you get, man, you got black quarterbacks all over the place. You Good. know, the first one was hey. – uh, the first one went to the uh, Carolina Panthers – then the Houston Texans got one, and uh the other team. But anyway, then you got Russell Wilson. You got like you got seven, eight, nine jokers in there, and they had 
Russell, they had they had Lamar Jackson on some type of a one-year contract to see year-to-year thing, thinking what they're going to do with him because his mother was his agent and all that stuff. But as soon as they saw all those blacks being picked up and all, Baltimore Ravens said, shit, we better get our shit together because they just hired Odell Beckham on the Ravens. Old man Beckham. And they just picked a couple good brothers in the draft. You know what they did? They signed Lamar Jackson to a five-year contract for like $230 million. Good for him. It's about Only time. because they, they had to brother. because they saw all the rest of these teams lined up their arsenal, and they couldn't be playing with him for one year at a time. I'm so, glad he finally got, got what he should have gotten. Well, he got it because he backwards ago. against the wall. They said, damn, they put all these brothers in. Shit, we better tell you. got to have a good quarterback, and you got to cool. Man, Lamar Jackson's a shit. What the hell were y'all waiting on? Because, you know, his mother was representing him, so they didn't want to go that ghetto route. Well, where's your agent? Where's your agent at? You you got your mother. Yeah, you know, people judge people. Well, we're down to the last word. So, Papa Didi, I'll go to you first. What's your last word? My last word? Watch this up out there in that weather, boy. It's going to be rainy and cold and windy. This weekend is almost a washout in the D.C. metropolitan area. And even down in Philadelphia, New Jersey, I was down that way the other day. And that whole that whole East Coast, at least going from New York all the way down to, to D.C. and Virginia. Soggy. Soggy. Wet, rain, cold, windy. So watch yourself this weekend. You may want to cancel all your backyard plans you got. Because so, yeah. ain't nothing going on outside this weekend. All right. Well, my last word is Cleopatra was a black woman. Yeah, without a doubt. Watch the special on Netflix, Queen Cleopatra, May 10th. Check that out. And uh, do, like Kettle was saying, do some research. Look it up for yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't just take my word. And the other woman, too, was black. The one that uh, the other pirate was dating, Sir Walter Raleigh. What was that girl's name? another one out there. I don't know that one. I forget her name. But that's my last word. I'm tired of people so-called whitewashing black history. And they try to accuse us of blackwashing white history. I'm like, get out of here. So that's my last word. That was yeah. a good one. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what to say. Um, I do want to mention that the... Um, our police chief here in the district. He is G O N E, and I am glad. Thank you. Uh-oh. Goodbye. Good work. We need some uh, different leadership in the D.C. area, and uh, I hope the mayor picks or whoever picks the chief. Hope it's a female, maybe a black female. They always say we angry anyway, so maybe we'll get some chiggity done around here. <laughs> I heard that. All right. Well, goodbye, Mr. Policeman. He's going to FBI, right? Yep. Bye, Felicia. Okay. Bye. Okay. Where's he going? FBI. Really? Yeah. All right. Well, that'll do it for us for another edition of the Pajama Party Show. You can check us out online at apajamaparty.com. And you can listen wherever you get your podcast, uh, which is where, Cattle? Uh, Deezer, iTunes, Apple, 
podcast and so on. Okay, Google, that's one of them. Uh, yeah, check us out. Deezer, yeah, you mentioned that one. I was trying to think, is anybody else? It's about six of them, but you can see the whole list on the website at apajamaparty.com. Uh, check us out, tell a friend, spread the word. And uh, we'll do it again next month, next Friday. It will be next month by next Friday. So have a safe weekend wherever you are in the country. If you if you are experiencing weather, crazy weather, be careful. Like Papa Didi said, this weather has been so crazy. So be safe, be careful, look out for one another. And let's do something about all these guns on the street. Too many. Like your boy said, take care of yourself and each other. There you go. All right. We're going to say goodnight, and we're going to be up out of here. Say goodnight, Papa Didi. Good night, everybody. Say goodnight, Kettle. Good night. And good night. See you next week. Bye. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, Aravatechi, Sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Jabiko, Sana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show. And good night. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus.